for the January 2nd, 2015 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, a cheerfully pessimistic recollection of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI, 88.9 FM, Irvine, California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. And that's our doggy Mahler. And that's Mahler. Uh-huh. M-A-U-L-E-R. M-A-H. I know. Just L-E-R. kidding. <laughs> Shut up. Yes, I know. See, I like to piss them off. Wow. Say that stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In case this is your first time listening, yeah. we read the news, mm-hmm. and you respond with uh, Whatever. cat calls. Yeah. Yeah. Pithy n- uh, non sequiturs is what I try to do. The news really doesn't matter, by the way. We, no, it, it, not really, really. Nothing really this matters is really, what we're saying this is here. really more psychotherapy than it yeah. is anything else. So, A team of scientists found a way to conquer the global bed bug epidemic. You know, we've heard about bed it, bugs. It, I had no idea it was a global epidemic. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, they're everywhere. Well, bed I guess bugs. so, yeah. And in some places, you know, much worse. We have, we have it easy here yeah. in Southern California. So are you saying, Nathan, that sometimes bed bugs can actually be the cause of illness? Is that what we're implying here? No, there are a lot of them. Okay. There's a lot of them. I didn't know. And, I and they do. They can, they can bite you and irritate mm-hmm. you and cause discomfort and mm-hmm. dis-ease. Okay. Right. By lending their own arms for thousands of bed bug bites, uh, a team of scientists finally found a way, uh, found a solution. About okay. this uh, bed bug thing, they uh, there's a set of chemical attractants, or as we like to call them, pheromones. Pheromones, okay. Yeah, right. that lure the bed bug into Ooh. traps and keep them there. So you, from now on, really? people who have bed bug problems, yeah. will, you know, I don't mean from now on, but when you know Dow Chemical or some company screws us all out of the the easy, you know, they'll make a they'll patent this thing. right, yeah. and they'll put they'll put the most toxic material imaginable in there yeah. Yeah. instead of probably what this stuff is, yeah. but uh, whatever it is, it's whatever, a pheromone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I you know, I can't imagine it being too dangerous. When we know what this pheromone is, we can have little traps yeah. with the pheromone inside. Little the bed, bed bugs will trap. go there. They'll have a great time for about twenty minutes, and then. Well, we didn't say we're going to kill them. We oh. can just leave the pheromone in there, and uh, they can just hang out. Uh, okay. All right. Well, no, we don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, we can just take their little pheromone cage outside and <laughs> and. St- Stop it! Release them to Over the wild. Oh, Over no, no. We Over. release them into nature and let them do... Well, then they'll breed. They breed. and We'll put them in the freezer. Okay. <laughs> All right. New research across thousands of years of human evolution shows that our skeletons have become lighter and more fragile since the invention of agriculture, a result of our increasingly sedentary lifestyles as we shifted from foraging to farming. Yeah. Okay. The Makes new sense. study shows that while... Human hunter-gatherers from around 7,000 years ago had bones comparable in strength to modern orangutans. Okay. Farmers from the same area over 6,000 years later had significantly lighter and weaker bones that would have been more susceptible to breaking. Bone mass was around 20% higher in foragers. Okay. So, you know, we lost our bone mass. Yeah. Our, and our wimpy bone trend, as it is right now, mm-hmm. is reaching dangerous levels, according to scientists, as people do less with their bodies today than ever before. So, so we're going to have more breaks. Yeah. We're going to crumble. 
pretty much. But we know that if you do more exercise, your bones will strengthen. So it's if not have, like it's an can, irreversible. No, no, trend. you can bring yourself up. They, yeah, they, yeah. they figure you can bring so yourself back to forage your status. If you choose to do nothing but sit on the couch and play video games. Or watch the Rose Bowl. Or watch the Rose Bowl. Yeah. Then you're destined for a life of breaking bones. Thank you. Oh, that's very good. By the way, thank you. Nathan and I like to enjoy a libation uh -huh. during, during our broadcast. Scientists have created primordial germ cells. Ooh. Cells that will go on to become egg and sperm using human embryonic stem cells. They did it using human embryonic stem cells. This has already been done with rodent stem cells. But now we have cells that will become egg and sperm, sperm using human stem cells. It's good to know. Wait, so wait, wait. Like Start the, the, what's the first part of that? Because um, this is... What was the, say the first line again. The cells. Yeah. Egg and sperm. Cells that will go on to be egg and sperm. Yeah. Little, they, we've the little created cells. those little cells yeah, okay. from, from a stem cell. We've we brought them out of... We've created them. There we you have go. become okay. God. They have become... We have become... Dr. Frankenstein. Okay, so th no. so now they can re replicate that whole process. Yeah. So well, we can we can start at the beginning. Right. We can't replicate everything as of yet, but we can we can create the foundation gotcha. of our okay, own. I just want to make sure I got that. Okay. Existence as so. humans. And you can do that with men and women. I I imagine so. You mean men and women? Wouldn't you say women and men? I don't know. Can you create a sperm cell from the... That's what they say right here. They go on to become egg and sperm. Wow. Yeah. So pretty soon... Okay. Women won't need us for any reason. And we won't need them. I'm not sure. Almost 7,000 homes and buildings will be sacrificed to the rising seas around England and Wales over the next century, according to the UK's Environment Agency. That's their e, uh, EPA. Yeah, EPA, yeah. Over 800 of the properties, those are properties by the seashore there, will be lost to coastal erosion within the next 20 years. God. The properties worth well over 1 billion pounds will be allowed to fall into the sea because the cost of protecting them would be far greater. Yeah. There's no compensation scheme for homeowners to enable them to move to a safer, safer location. And uh, I can hardly wait till this happens down at Newport Beach. I was just going to say exactly it. You know, the peninsula... And Lido Island and yeah. Newport and Balboa Island, yeah, <laughs> would be thinking about selling my property oh, yeah. down there because my grandkids aren't going to be able to live on the peninsula. Yeah, they get a high tide and they start getting nervous. Yeah, it might not be year round, no. but I would say a, a good maybe three or four weeks out of the year, given rising sea levels. Yeah, uh, in the next twenty years, it's going to be impossible to to have a house down there. I, I, I back in the twenties and thirties yeah. when those homes were being built on the peninsula, initially they did not have enough sand. It was only after oh, yeah. they dredged, dredged up dredged yeah. up the sand or the the debris or sediment out of uh, Newport Harbor. Did they have enough to make? The peninsula; those homes used to be built on stilts. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to be making a comeback. Wow, that's amazing. All right. Yeah, I just hope, I hope the state of California doesn't bail out any of that. Uh, you know, yeah, me too. I, 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 yeah. Give them the means as yeah, yeah. as as we give yeah. people in other situations the means to get themselves out 
and and a fair enough loan to yeah. buy something somewhere else, even though they really don't need it. The rich bastards. Right. Nevertheless, yeah. <coughs> do not treat this as a, a disaster that needs to be uh, rebuilt or right. equal Somehow, compensation yeah, right, for right. these. And the fun, and the thing know. is, is it was a man-made construct from that period of time when it came into being, especially places like Lido Isle and Balboa Island. They didn't yeah. exist before. Yeah. So you're right to this to this point. I mean, nature is reclaiming, will be reclaiming that because of things that we did, ironically. So there you go. It, 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 Indonesian officials recovered 21 bodies in the Java Sea off the coast of Borneo from an Air Asia passenger plane carrying 162 people which went missing en route to Singapore. That was a big story for a while. Meanwhile, the whole planet's going to hell, but, you know, a plane goes down and it's 24-7 news coverage. Yeah. Yeah. In central yeah. Yemen, a suicide bomber killed at least 33 people at a gathering of a Shiite Houthi rebels. At a gathering of the Houthi rebels. Mm -hmm. The governor of Ib province was which is controlled by the Houthis, was reportedly among those injured in the attack. In the attack. Mm -hmm. The president of West, of the West African nation of Gambia, and we know him. He mm. was the guy who had the uh, LGBT, uh, he was, you know, uh, the, the, the crappy attitude yeah. toward anybody who yeah, was, had a different yeah, outlook on here we sex. Go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the president of the West African nation of Gambia returned home after an apparent coup plot while he was out of the country. Mm. President Yaya Jama. God, that's a nice. What a says name. Says he remains in control of Gambia after a gun battle, which reportedly threw the capital Benjul into chaos. The alleged plotters, including a former army commander, were killed. So there's a military coup thing going mm -hmm. on there, mm -hmm. and uh, I guess. Now people are afraid that yeah. uh, Jamais is going to crack down. Crack down. He sounds like such an enlightened guy, so yeah. you know you, you would think that probably won't happen. And the United States and NATO formally ended the war in Afghanistan. Formally. Formally. Yeah. It's not over, but they, they folded a flag and lit a firecracker. So said, let me guess, let me get this right. The place where we're going to keep another 10,000 more troops than we said we were going to keep uh -huh. just a little while ago. They're advisors. They're not really and, there. And the place that Obama promised we'd be out of by yeah. now. Yeah. And the place that's now the largest narco state in the world grows 90% yeah. of the opium. Uh -huh. Is that the place we're talking about? Yeah. Okay. He can say we're officially out of there. Okay. It's disgusting. It's, we're we're officially out of there, but in reality, well, that's that's the we're thing. there. This is yeah. This is the this is the world we live in. Uh, we're not there. Yeah, <laughs> we're, no, I don't know what you I don't know what you're talking those about. Those Americans you see yeah, over there, they're not there teaching we're, you how to shoot yeah, rifles and yeah, blow things up. No, that's not them. That's not us. No, it's not us. Uh, after 13 years, of, they were there. That was 13 years. 13 years. 13 years. Yeah. Time flies. We'll have 13,500 soldiers, but they'll be supporting rather than a presence. Yeah. yeah. Three it? Yemenis and two Tunisians walked into a bar. Mm -hmm. First Yemeni says, do you serve Tunisians here? <laughs> Bartender says, 
Depends. Why didn't you leave Guantanamo? <laughs> yeah. And they did. They did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got rid of, what, five of them, yeah. right? Three yeah. Yemenis and two Tunisians oh. held for more than a decade at the U.S. military prison at Guantanamo were flown to Kazakhstan for resettlement, the latest in a series of prisoner transfers aimed at closing the facility. Their release brings the total of prisoners at Guantanamo to 127. <sighs> okay, weren't we right. supposed to get rid of that place? Isn't there well, Obama said we were going to not have Guantanamo? During his campaign for president in 2008, yeah. he said we will. And now I'm going to let's not beat him up for no reason. Yeah. He has tried to shut it down. And he has said recently that he's still trying to shut it down. But Congress refuses to uh, allocate the money needed to do that. Well, and they make a scare factor out of having to move some of these people into the United States, even though. Yeah. They haven't been charged with anything. No, no. Russia see, has seen one of its largest anti-government demonstrations in years after the leading opponent of President Vladimir Putin was convicted of fraud. Yeah. The, the opponent, Alexei Navalny. He has a, a brother, I a believe. A prominent right. blogger and lawyer. Right. A prominent blogger. What kind of thing is that? Are you a prominent blogger? No, I, I don't want blogger. I'm not a blogger. You're I write blogger? stuff, and it oh. happens to be online. Okay. Blogger. Okay. You know, I don't tell you that my toenail fell out last night, and I'm treating it with molasses. Do I? No. No. I've never seen that. I don't talk about in, yeah, irritable, irritable yeah. bowel disorder. I wish They're you blogs. would. I wish there was more talk from you about that. No, but... I write stuff, okay. and it appears online. All right. I'm with you. Jesus. I'm sorry. Christ. Anyway, this prominent blogger and lawyer was given a suspended sentence while his brother was sentenced to prison on what his supporters say are trumped-up charges after his sentencing. Navalny broke house arrest to attend an anti-government rally where he was detained and returned to his home. Yeah. Russia sounds like a place, you know, it almost sounds as bad as the U.S. No, no. Well, you know, I mean, if they get news about us and it sounds just as horrible. It does sound yeah. bad, yes. Yeah. It does sound, yes, it, it's true that Greece formally dissolved parliament ahead of a general election on January 25th that has cast its international bailout into doubt and set financial markets on edge. <laughs> just as the Eurozone grapples with renewed signs of weakness. So this isn't good for, for Europe. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, Greece is just tottering there. The, and the J January 25th vote will mark a showdown between Samaras Conservative New Democrat New Democracy Democracy Party. Mm -hmm. Samaras's, which is the one guy, New Democracy Party. It's conservative guy, which imposed unpopular budget cuts under Greece's bailout deal, and the left-wing Syriza Party of Alexis Tsipras, who wants to cancel austerity measures along with a chunk of Greek debt. Yeah, and that is uh, that is a it seems to be a trend in Europe. Uh, getting away from trying to uh, actually finally get away from these austerity um, oriented budgets and impl and yeah. uh, um, sanctions that uh, the world well, financial uh, institutions have imposed because that's the way you grow an economy right well yeah you you, well, you, you, you want to... austerity because it 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 uh, takes the pressure off the people who got you into the meds Right. And and and, right. and, and that's makes, true. It makes people who work hard to to and try to do what they're told to have prosperity. You punish them. Right. This is always a good idea. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. 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 That's true. It's you good, make it, it works it's, with kids. It make it sound like it yeah. was their fault. 
that uh, the, yeah. that their economy collapsed. Yeah. Uh, the United Nations Security Council rejected a resolution demanding an end to the Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories within three years following U.S. They rejected this. Okay. Following U.S. and Israeli pressure against it. Right. Yeah. Right. So they have the Security Council right. saying we ought to end the Israeli occupation of Palestinian territories and which the US and Israel said no, no we don't want to do that yeah which so, the world pretty yeah. much uh did identify uh, actually agreed to back probably 45 years ago yeah they said okay yeah you had the war the territory but by international law you must begin the process of returning that that land once you once you've secured a treaty and all the other things you need to assure yourself of uh of your own yeah. autonomy uh, and they haven't done that. Yeah. And, but and the U.S. was part of that coalition to block this resolution. Yeah. Is that... Of the 15 members of the U.N. Security Council, only the United States and Australia voted against the measure, but it needed nine votes to pass and only received eight after Nigeria was had its arm twisted by mm. John Kerry and other folk, mm. and they abstained from voting. It was a, I think it was a wedgie. A wedgie? Yeah, 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 the ambassador got a wedgie, and they said, no, we're not... The Nigerians yeah, the got Ni wedged yeah, they don't, by John Kerry? Yeah, they don't like... That's a, that's a big, <laughs> bad thing in there where they grow Well, up. I don't like to get wedged. No, I don't know. By the way... Mean, uh, meanwhile, people are dying. Yes. And we turn into wedgie jokes. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Mahler thinks it's funny. No, I, yeah. Meanwhile, the last Israeli millet... The last... The Israeli military shot... Mahler? Mahler? The Israeli military shot and killed a 17-year-old in the West Bank. The military says soldiers opened fire on a group of people who were throwing rocks, killing a teenager identified as Imam Jamil Ahmad Dwikat. But a friend of the deceased who was injured in the, the attack denied the pair were throwing rocks, a couple of kids throwing rocks, and told the news agency there that his friend was killed in cold blood. Hmm. This news that I just spoke of, the mm -hmm. killing, mm -hmm. came after more than 50 alumni, former educators and staff of the prestigious Israel, Israel Arts and Sciences Academy in Jerusalem issued a call for graduates to refuse service in the Israeli military. Mm. Yeah, that's a deal. Yeah, it is. Such service is mandatory in Israel, and those who refuse may face jail. The letter calls military... Refusal, a moral stance against a collective mood manifested in racism and violence on every street these days. By the way, uh, the Israeli uh, elections are coming up fairly soon. Yep. And believe it or not, there is a kind of a uh, con uh, coalescing co um, coalition that's coming into place with a, a center-right and a center-left party. Uh, that a Coalescing and, coalition? Yes. Wow. They're becoming one. Uh, in, at least on this particular issue, and that is uh, the, the uh, idea of a Palestinian a state uh -huh. being allocated for the Palestinians, uh, and and there's it's somewhat promising because the Netanyahu crowd is just going to continue this sort of make life as absolutely miserable as possible for Palestinians in the hope that they'll just leave. Now, they're not going to leave, and the demographics are such that if Israel wants to continue to have Palestinians within what they claim to be their territory, eventually there will be a very big majority of Palestinians within their country. So they have to figure out what they're going to do with this. Yeah. 
and this coalition that looks likely to win the election uh, is saying that they, they seem to be lined up to try and make this thing work. Current administration with Netanyahu is not. So there's a glimmer of some hope here yeah. uh, that this might actually work. Somehow. I'm I'm in favor of just giving the Israelis Florida. He, I mean, you know. You know what? I'm not kidding. There was actually there was actually back after World War II there uh-huh. was a discussion about bringing uh, Jews to Florida. I'm not kidding. This is not. I'm not no, making yeah, this up. No, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, and that sort of as a lot of them are there anyway. Well, <laughs> and. And not Israelis, but Jews. Yeah, they yeah, do. yeah. No, they there were a lot there, of and you just bring them there. It's, you know, I know it doesn't have the Wailing Wall, but we could, you know, we got Disney World down there. Well, there you go. You could have, yeah. you could have Jewland. Well, there, you could, you could, and you, yeah, could look, you could build your own it, Wailing Wall and and temples and stuff yeah. there too. I mean, if you could have an automatonic place. Abraham Lincoln exhibit. Yeah. Why couldn't you do something like that? Yeah, exactly. Reenact history. Uh huh. No, we're good. we're really in some deep water here. No, we, I, we I think really... it would be an improvement over the current situation. Yeah. Just yeah. put them over there. Yeah. And, well, and, and now, now you're now I know you're not saying this for this reason. Much of Florida will be disappearing during the climate change problem. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, well, <laughs> I know you didn't mean ah, that, Nathan. Yeah. I Let's clarify that yeah. part, okay? So, yeah, much of Florida will be underwater <sighs> in the next century. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, yeah. What do you say? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> it's time for secret stuff. Wait, wait, wait! I got one more international. Oh. Just we, I want to go back to, go to Afghanistan. Mahler, just give me a second. This is just uh, Afghanistan by the numbers. Yeah. Okay, we because we were talking about the withdrawal. Yeah. Well, the United States was there. It's the longest war in our history. Uh, it goes back uh, now. 14, about 13 and a half what years. We, what is this, a recap? I'm just giving you about 18... I already said it was 13 years there. A, okay, Let's 18, move it on. 1,800 Americans were killed. Yeah. About 16,000 were wounded. Many more suffered severe brain trauma, which we will get into later. About 88,000 troops are currently stationed in Afghanistan, yeah. uh, and they're going to eventually drop down to about 40,000 uh, by, the, I guess, the end of the year. That will include allied soldiers about 11 according to the UN about 11,000 12,000 Afghans were killed between 2007 and now um why were you telling me this this isn't news and a half a trillion dollars you like anniversaries don't you and half a trillion dollars were spent just on sheer just uh the military part of it putting aside a lot of other numbers the number is probably closer to a couple of one Trillion plus, and we'll still spend more money. There. And we're going to continue. It's yeah. over a trillion not, dollars that we will have there. Yeah. So there, that's it. Come nice. on. All right. Yeah. That's, all right. yeah. yeah. That that's right, Mahler. Tell him to shut up. That's enough. Yeah. Mahler. God. Didn't say anything to you. And now in secret stuff, a new report has revealed a kill list used by the U.S.-led NATO coalition in Afghanistan, targeted not only high-level commanders of the Taliban but mid and lower-level operators and even drug dealers. So, you know, it wasn't all terrorism. It had a little bit to do with drug dealing. Mm-hmm. They, probably, they probably were trying to knock out the drug dealers that were profiting the CIA, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. would guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The secret documents, at least some of which came from the National Security Agency whistleblower Eddie Snowden, Eddie? Eddie. spanned from 2009 to 2011. They showed targeted killings were not just viewed as a last resort to prevent attacks, but were in part were a part of everyday life in the guerrilla war in Afghanistan. In one case, a young boy was killed with his father by a British helicopter, yada, yada, yada. You know, it's one of those things yeah. where it's just 
all this horrible collateral damage as they call it. Right. Sucks. Also, another round of documents from Eddie Snowden shows some encryption tactics have successfully thwarted spying oh, by the yeah. NSA. And then yeah. it, so, in other words, we can prevent it. Mm -hmm. It's not like they, they reign supreme. That's right. And North of Korea. Tell me more. I, I want to know, where can I, is there a place I could go that Eddie would recommend I go to to find out ways in which I can No, they just him? know that the NSA was okay. baffled at some point in time. Uh, and you could probably look it up. Okay. I mean, there's plenty of good hackers out there. Hackers <laughs> out there? Okay. Also, North Korea was probably framed. According to the official FBI bulletin, the same hackers who broke into Sony Pictures, that whole episode, mm -hmm. and stole a devastating amount of data, made threats against an American news organization, probably CNN. Mm -hmm. The bulletin also warns that the attacks may extend to other organizations like that in the future. Also, just uh, for what it's worth, the CIA tweeted this message, uh, I think it was Monday, Reports of unusual activity in the skies in the 1950s? It was us. Oh. So they're taking uh, credit for UFOs. For the UFOs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh. Okay. Well, are okay. we done with drones? Huh? Can we, are we done with drones? Well, we weren't, we I, well, weren't doing drones. I mean, <laughs> oh, secret stuff. We're going to... Thanks for paying attention. No, I, well, I thought you, you mentioned... You drones? mentioned drones. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I didn't mention drones. What, where, what there? Where are well, we? It's am I time at? you're listening. It's about time you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time. All right. <laughs> okay. What's it time for, Mahler? What? What are you trying to tell me, Mahler? <laughs> you're, you're expressing yourself very well. Would you like drones? Yes, I knew you. It's not particularly. You don't think he's really that articulate, do you? The U.S. military carried out a drone strike in Somalia, uh, and it killed a leader, a senior leader of the militant group Al-Shabaab. Mm -hmm. The Pentagon said it does not believe any civilians were killed in the strike. Of course not. Mm -mm. Remember, last week on Christmas, Al-Shabaab, attacked the African Union based in Mogadishu, killing nine people in what it says was retaliation mm -hmm. for another U.S. drone strike which killed the group's leader in September. <sighs> so we're just going back and forth there. Their bombs are, are drones. Also, at least seven people were killed in a pair of U.S. drone strikes in Pakistan. The victims were described as what? What do you think they were described I as? I believe they would have been described as uh, terrorists. Yeah, Islamist militants. Militants. I'm yeah. sorry. Gosh darn it. And and where do you think this happened? Let's see. <laughs> it's east? No. West? No. South? North was Iranistan? Oh, yes. All right. There you go. Uh, also, a drone operator and freelance photojournalist in Britain accused police of dangerous and idiotic behaviors after they arrested him while he was filming near Gatwick Airport and seized control of his drone. drone. That's a bad sentence. Yeah. They seized control of his drone. He was filming near Gatwick Airport. Brighton-based Eddie Mitchell mm. says he was victim a victim of police idiocy and stupidity after he was arrested for filming at a scene of a fire 10 miles from the airport, despite not breaching any civil aviation authority rules governing drone use. In fact... He had a, a license to fly, uh -huh. and he was certified by the news organization. Mm. Yeah, so you know, so, just just kind of doing that as a preemptive strike against police everywhere. They're going to see these things, and mm -hmm. some of them are going to overreact and and uh, put a chokehold on them. Mm. <laughs>
Wow. That yeah. seems extreme, but yeah. what do I know? Did you have some drone stuff there? Well, I was trying to track down the specific bit of information. About drones? About drones. Because there was an interview that Barack Obama, President of Barack Obama, did about a year ago or so, uh-huh. in which he said, as far as he knew, there had been no collateral damage. He made the claim that virtually oh, no yeah, 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 civilians... Yeah. And had, then a week later, the report came out and said, well, about 800 people have been Well, this, this was actually as of last year. Last year? A year ago. A year ago. So it would have been about the time of that interview uh-huh. that over 2,400, 2,400 people had died, collateral damage. The people, outside civilians, of outside the actual of, targets. Are targeted. Yeah. Now, I've heard the number closer to 4,000 yeah. recently, so yeah. that's what I was looking for, that specific number. But that's uh, that seems to be a little bit off between nobody yeah. and about 4,000. And again, what does this well, matter? He's, he's sitting at home. He's not paying attention to these And again, well, yeah, what does this matter? It matters in that it every time, if, I can't imagine that if you were sitting in your lovely apartment or house somewhere in the middle of, uh, of Westminster. North Dakota. North Dakota. Yeah, because that's a Same hot, place. that is a hotbed of, uh, of radicals. North of uh, uh, No, Yeah, that uh, if some, your neighbor wasn't bombed and his kids died as well, yeah. You wouldn't feel like taking up arms against the people who did it. That's, yeah, that's oh, I think the point. I would. I would guarantee you would take arms up yeah. against people so, who did it. So, for whatever we're doing to kill these people, <laughs> yeah. we are creating a whole another class and generation of people who want to kill us. And now for domestic news. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, father. Boy, he loves no it when we talk about home. I guess yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> the U.S. Senate will hold a hearing next week on the controversial Keystone XL oil pipeline that has been fiercely opposed by environmentalists and some Democrats. And some. <laughs> so they lump those those yeah. radical, fringy environmentalists. Yeah. And some Democrats. Yeah. The Senate Energy and Natural <laughs> Natural Resources Committee said it would hold the hearing on legislation to approve the pipeline mm-hmm. project on January 7th after the chamber falls under Republican control. Yeah, you know, it, it's just, it, it, I, you know, when they were voted this pipeline down, you know, you're thinking to yourself, yeah, and you're you're going to hold power for another couple weeks. Nothing's going to fall into place. Right. This is just cosmetics here. Right. It's to make you look like you tried. You should have done this thing about a year ago, and then things would have been in place, and the Republicans would have actually had to work to overturn it. Right. And they might not have and been. They might not because if President yeah. Obama had signed that legislation that you just mentioned, yeah, uh, he would have had to veto. He would could have vetoed it. They would have had to overcome a veto, and etc. Yeah. Blah blah. By the way, I will say President Obama has been making noises about the fact that the uh, claims that it was going to bring millions. Uh, Boehner actually said millions of jobs to America is is a is laughable. Yeah. yeah. Well, not even well, the fracking. And the, the, oil the, the, the pipeline, the, the pipeline yeah. itself yeah. was going to bring, as he put it, millions of jobs. That that is, an, I mean, and what Obama said recently was not many. There's yeah. not several, maybe a couple hundred or several hundred, I think, is what he the what he said, which is not enough to justify, essentially opening up the carbon uh, pollution, the the uh, ozone depleting crap that's going to come out of those shale fields. Uh, is it's not a trade off worth making? And we have water pipelines that are busting, yeah, because yeah. our infrastructure yeah. Yeah. is falling apart. Yeah. You want to create millions of jobs. Then let's let's put our infrastructure back together again. We have we have uh, our elect our electric grid is susceptible to just complete meltdown. 
why don't we put some of our uh, resources into putting our grid back together? There'd be millions of jobs there and probably some high-tech jobs included in that mix instead of just trucking and whatever else construction jobs, which are great. But nevertheless, you'd have some high-tech jobs if you put together a good electronic system, rebuilt the systems yeah. that we already have in place. Nobody disputes what you're saying. Nobody disputes the fact that uh, that public sector infrastructure and private sector infrastructure repair and, and rebuilding and new infrastructure creates millions of jobs. No one disputes that. And yet you don't hear anyone in Congress carrying the water, no. very few people, carrying the water for that kind Bernie of... Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. New York City police officers reportedly launched a viral work, a virtual work stoppage in protest to uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio's comment mm. on racial profiling and police brutality. Police got all upset, huh? And uh, traffic tickets and summonses for minor offenses have dropped 94% over the same period of last year. Since they stopped, 90, the, yeah, since yeah. They stopped the stop yeah. and frisk? They're really showing us. Yeah. Way to go, New York cops. New York. Also in New York, the Staten Island District Attorney who failed to produce an indictment of a police officer for the chokehold killing of unarmed Eric Garner. Yeah. Is eyeballing something? Yeah. Said he's seriously considering a run for the House seat vacated by Representative Michael Grimm just hour, hours after Grimm announced he is stepping down after pleading guilty to felony tax evasion. District Attorney Daniel Donovan, that's the guy who was the... Uh, was the uh, yeah, DA, the, the DA, yeah. yeah, he's a Republican. Said his phone has been ringing off the hook. <laughs> Remember, we used to use that thing. Yeah, we did. That, that, that's we, that's a code in yeah. politics, meaning we're not getting any phone calls. <laughs> but how are you going to prove it's not ringing off the hook? Yeah, it's, it means whatever you yeah. think it means. If, I, and if it rings people, once, it can be ringing. It could have rung right off the hook. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, this, people are telling him to run, according or ringing off the hook. Donovan was soundly criticized for failing to secure an indictment of Daniel Pantaleo, the police officer who was caught on video wrestling Garner down in a banned chokehold. In a banned chokehold. Yeah. That the New York coroner, New York City coroner, called a homicide. Yeah. Now the, there's an old, there's a saying in uh, in the world of DAs that. If you if you take a case to the grand jury, you can get them to indict a ham sandwich. Yeah. And here is a guy we caught on video being killed in a banned chokehold yeah. by eight officers for a guy who may or may not have been selling cigarettes. And he didn't get an indictment. And he wants to now be in charge of, of basically forming and voting on legislation that will affect all of our lives. Uh, and this guy that re resigned. He yeah. who pleaded guilty tax tax evasion. Remember that we talked about his fast food restaurant. Yes, Health yes. Yeah, Michael That's Grimm, where yeah. I came. Yeah. yeah. Health delicious. Yeah. Health delicious. Yeah. yeah. And he said he was absolutely not guilty. Right. But then he reversed his decision after speaking to John Boner. Yeah, John you know? Boner. And by yeah. the way, this is the same guy who said he was going to throw the uh, the uh, TV journalist that uh, who asked him a question about this whole case. He's going to throw him off the balcony. Yeah. Exactly. In Hayden, Idaho, I get Ohio and Idaho confused oh, sometimes. Me too. In Hayden, Idaho, is that where Idaho the, has is a where the potatoes? The potatoes. Yeah, that's Idaho. Yeah, right. yeah. Ohio has the corn, the Buckeyes, Buckeyes and corn yeah. and stuff. Idaho, the Panhandle. Okay, got it. A two-year-old boy accidentally shot and killed his mother with a gun he found in her purse. He was two years old. 
I mean, that's, I can't, you know, two how, years old is kind of small. How did he, how did he trigger that? How thing? do you pick up the gun? It yeah. must have been, I'm, I'm must, not making light of this in any way. It no. must have been a very small gun for yeah, a two year old yeah. to pick it up. Of course, she had it in her purse. Yeah, so it was a little, little guy, and it must have been a hair trigger. <sighs> The boy and his mother were shopping at Walmart with family members when she when the accident took place. The woman, who is later identified as 29-year-old Veronica Rutledge, reportedly had a permit to carry the concealed gun. Well, of course she did. But <sighs> well, well, that makes it okay. Well, yeah. I mean, what, so permit. what's the problem here? Yeah. Come on. An autopsy report shows an unarmed African-American man killed by Los Angeles police was shot three times, once in the back. This is Azale Ford. Yeah. All right. And they found the imprint of a gun muzzle on him. Right. So he was shot at very, they said, so he was shot at very close range. Yeah. Well, I don't think he can shoot at any closer range unless, like, you put the gun in his mouth. Yeah. Look, uh, I don't know that, you know, I'm, you know me, I'm not going to defend, uh, you know, overzealous policing here. Yeah. I'm not sure that this is, I'm not sure the circumstances on this yeah. one that we're going to, you know, start you know, forming a posse over the police action on this. Yeah. This could easily be one of those cases where Mr. Ford did a tap, initiated, did initiated a lot of this stuff. But at the same time, I, you I, know, it's, even if he initiated the attack. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I don't really either, don't know the circumstances. Like if the muzzle was that, was that close to him, yeah. unless he threw himself. Well, no, I, I'm, I'm here. I, it just, yeah. It's just one of those things where the timing of this is such that it feeds the narrative that oh, police yeah, yeah, are yeah. shooting. I know what you're it. saying. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah. saying he didn't do anything wrong or he did or whatever. We don't know. I don't know. But We don't know. I here at Weekly is, Signals. This is a timing. We have thing. no idea. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Mahler. Yeah. Neither do you either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mahler's concerned about this whole police thing. Well, yeah, yes, he should be. It goes back and forth. It really does. Yeah. I mean, how many cops get killed? Well, that's yeah. a good question. I mean, and that, that's got they're and, just and, people. They have this this extreme paranoid, nervous apprehension in their head that the next person they run mm-hmm. across might have a gun, and, and yeah. Uh, look, I I I struggle with this. I, I've uh, relatives in law enforcement, I understand. You know, you don't know every day. Somebody could just be crazy and come up to you and do uh, to kill you. I don't know. Yeah. But at the same time, they live in a world uh, that where they you could easily think that everybody's a criminal because they deal with criminals all day long. It is an environment. It is a job that feeds this sort of sensibility. You got to do something about that. But the fact is, the crime rate is down as low as it's been in decades. Uh huh policing and and i think somewhat in parts of the country enlightened policing more community-based policing has helped this situation so that the we are safer society but there is also let's just be honest there's also a mentality you know police oftentimes are painted as being racist and oftentimes it is in fact their actions prove a certain racial bias, and that's what well, we're there's racial bias everywhere. Well, of course there is, yeah. but I, but but a race, but but a but a cashier a at a at a uh, at a uh, Walmart isn't going to have the impact on on my life that a police officer armed and basically entitled to do well, violence. Let's, let's train them more. Well, I, I, yeah, yeah of course, in of the course, right of way. course, of course. But it is. Let's it is police something. the police a little bit more. Well, that and this whole thing with New York, this is disgusting. This. This uh, leader of the Police Benevolent uh, Association uh, really fanning the flames of this. Yeah. Look, something happened with Eric Gardner. If you don't have the 
the balls to be able to say we need to make sure this never happens again instead of blaming the people who called this event what it was what it looked like was was a group pummeling that led to this man's death yeah uh, you, you shouldn't be in charge of anything sorry so <sighs> One of the top Republicans in Congress acknowledged he spoke to a gathering of white supremacists and neo-Nazis in 2002 while he was serving as a state representative in Louisiana. Yeah, Louisiana. Louisiana. Representative Steve Scalise, or Scalise, or Scalise, yeah, I who serves know. as House Majority Whip. That's a big title. He is. If you're a majority whip. A, you know what the whip does? Yeah. He's the one who basically goes out and does the head counting. Yeah. Do we have the votes? He says to yeah. the speaker or the majority leader, we can do this. He it's an important up. part. It's an important deal. Yeah. Anyway, he's confirmed reports that were, reports have been confirmed. He spoke with a convention organized by the European American Unity and Rights Organization, or Euro, unfortunately, founded by former Ku Klux Klan leader David Duke. Scalise told the New Orleans Times Picune he did not recall the conference. <laughs> you know, that's just a lie. And didn't know that who all these groups just... were for anyone to suggest that yeah. I was involved with a group like that is insulting and ludicrous, he said. Meanwhile, he claimed that since it happened before Google, he couldn't properly research the group anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's. Okay. A, a, a group called Euro. Yeah. In Louisiana. Yeah. You can't tell me he didn't know David Duke was involved with this group. I, I just can't imagine that. I any... don't know the connection there, Mike, but nevertheless, yeah. I, oh, well, it's, he was what, the Euro. The, Euro. Yeah. I mean, I mean I, he's lying. He's just lying about it. Uh, right. One of the nation's oldest and most controversial nuclear power plants went offline following decades of protest against it. That's the Vermont Yankee Yankee, plant, yes. Which ran for more than... 40 years and had faced a series of radioactive tritium, tritium leaks. Its operator, Entergy, announced plans to close it last year, citing financial reasons. <laughs> That's the way Mother feels about it. He's a happy boy. Well, I'm happy about yeah. it. By the way, <laughs> this is really just very much in keeping with the life cycle of nuclear power plants. Most of the American power plants were built about 40 years ago. When they were built, that's what they said. Their lifespan is somewhere around 40 years. Yeah. So this, so we have a bunch of aging plants that need to be shut down, and this is just one of them. And it took only took 40 years of protesting for it to happen, but it, it's finally happened. 40 years, that's practically forever. <laughs> and 51 years ago, Arthur Lampitt of Granite City, Illinois, smashed his 1963 Thunderbird into a truck. Uh -huh. This week during surgery in suburban St. Louis, a seven-inch turn signal from that T-Berg was removed from his left arm. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he hurt his hip, so they paid attention to his hip and didn't notice that the turn signal went into his arm. And this is seven-inch, seven-inch oh turn God. signal. A decade or so ago, his arm set off a metal detector at a courthouse. <laughs> And he didn't know and, why. And, and they and they <laughs> saw this slender object, the length of a pencil. But it, since it caused him no pain, they said, "Eh, yeah, yeah, whatever." Yeah. And anyway, a few weeks ago, he was moving some concrete blocks when the arm began to hurt for the first time. He's seventy-five years old, and he thought, "Well, it's time to get the turn signal out." <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
okay. Are we are we close? That's right, Molly. We We're close? done. All right, so I got a couple. Got, yeah. I got a couple things. I'm just gonna say uh, this man's name, and 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 you'll associate with Fox News. They uh -huh. they they elevated this man to a uh, folk hero. Yeah, Cliven Bundy. I'm gonna Cliven leave it alone. That's okay. all we need to say. Cliven Bundy. Uh huh. Turned out not to be the guy they were touting him to be. Uh -huh. By the way, the the uh, F-35, we've talked about this before. This yeah. is the U.S. Joint Strike Fighter uh -huh. that is going to replace most of the aircraft in in, in our, uh, our armada. It doesn't the, work? Well, it's not that it just doesn't work, which it doesn't. But also, they are now saying that this $400 billion project, which each one of these cost about... Four hundred million dollars each. Okay, so they cost four hundred million. Yeah, and, each. But the whole project cost four hundred billion? billion dollars. Four hundred. Four hundred billion, billion dollars okay. for this F thirty-five that is going to be used by the Air Force, the Navy, and the Marine Corps, uh -huh. and none of them like it. It's all yeah. kind of done by committee. Oh, they all this. had their yeah. own particular things they wanted put in it, and now it doesn't work very well. <laughs> uh, and they're saying now that missing <laughs> the the missing software will render their 25-millimeter cannons that they have on board useless until <coughs> until 2019. They don't think they can fix this problem on this air, $400 million pro, uh, aircraft for another four years. Yeah. It so can't by then use, it will be obsolete. It can't use the thing that they would use in a firefight yeah. if they were engaged with So they can other, fly. They can fly. <laughs> it can fly. Yes, yes. Well, what are you complaining about? It can and, fly, and it's all—it's all kinds of. It's supposed to be stealth, but but uh, ancient uh, Russian radar is able to pick it up because they use a different kind of sound wave to find it. <laughs> so, uh, and it, it's basically a, a large boondoggle. The 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 uh, Pentagon doesn't even want it, but it's being forced down our throats. Four hundred billion dollars for a aircraft that three branches of our armed forces really want, but can't figure out what they want to use it for yeah. and yeah. and it doesn't and yes, they want to cut the postal service yeah and yeah, cuts yeah. Coast social security right. even though it's making money education they want to fund this loans to kids who yeah. want to go to school all of that stuff needs to be slashed while we build an aircraft that nobody wants and doesn't even basically work it's time to burn down the house yes that's that's i'm going to leave you with that 400 billion dollar f-35 strike force uh, plane doesn't, that doesn't work doesn't work <laughs> that's it and by the way how much coverage have you ever by the way well here on weekly signal weekly we've, signal we've, we've been talking about it but this yeah. is a plane that is being built with your money that you can't we that we can't afford to do anything with except for this uh, and finally a man in washington state who tried to escape from police in a stolen kayak was intercepted by another man in a kayak mm-hmm if you're going to steal a kayak, the apprehender said of the thief, you want to be sure that you steal the paddle, too. <laughs> <laughs>